cliffcentral.com Womantla on cliffcentral.com Oh yeah, Womantla on the first of the month. I'm extremely excited about this show. It is... Just after 10, you're hanging out with your girl. I'm Pumi Mashiho, and today I've got my ride, my ride and die day one, Michelle Dave coming to chat about money, 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 money. Hello, Welcome, Michelle. Hello. I, so, I, you know how I love playing that Rihanna bit yes. where I have my money because I think. Last week, Thursday, mm-hmm. less than a week ago, walking into that parliament, I think we all thought that Pravin was going to be swaggering up in there on some, <laughs> you better have my money. Because we all knew 20 billion rand or something ridiculous like that, that he had to find some way out of yep. the thin air, pull out of thin air to make South Africa Inc.'s budget work for the next year. And some people are saying it's... Some people, including you, including me, yes, are saying it's an all right budget, and I'm all saying, right. yeah. I'm not sure, you yeah. know, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed because I thought he was going to give tax incentives, get business out there and working again. Sure. You know, I thought he was going to incentivize business, but that's maybe because the entrepreneur in me is saying that's what I want to see. Absolutely. I want to see more tax breaks no, so course. that I can make more money. You know, we are living And that also you can start your own business and that you can thrive. So that it makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to do everything I think we need to do to get more businesses, more small businesses no. um, up and running in this country. But I think, you know, some of that making it a little bit easier. Sure. And he did not. Instead, he comes in there. Like raising dividend withholding tax, you know, whipping, <laughs> whipping the people that get the most, whipping the people that are working the no, most, sure. you know, he's, he, if you're up there, they call them super earners. I was like, in whose world is 1.5 million a super earner? 1.5 million is like not There's a lot There's only of money. about 104,000 people in South Africa earning that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, and it's like. So what I'm saying is that I think we need to take that into, con- to, into perspective as well, that it's not so many people. It's, it's a smaller amount of people that are earning that account, that amount of money. But there's also a heck of a lot of people that are earning a lot more than that. Well. Yeah. Definitely one less in uh, being. It's not going to be the acting CEO of Prasa, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's one point. But before we get going yes. and chatting about that tax, you don't know this, Michelle, but one of the things I've started doing is trawling through the papers and going, what are newsworthy articles that I'm seeing out there that have something to do with girls, that have something to do with women, nice. that affect us, news stories that we should be paying attention to. So yesterday, Palil Hotla, this is favorite, statistician general, whatever. <laughs> He's the main stats guy, <laughs> stats essay in his yellow suits, right? Came out and it was reported, not so widely reported yesterday, but I think, you know, it's something worth talking about that um, the life expectancy of women in South Africa has gone up, not yep. by much, but by a little bit. So life expectancy of women in South Africa generally now going up to about 76 years on average, which does mean that you're going to live longer after retirement. You're going to live longer after retirement. So you better save that money. and, And I think that's a conservative estimate because if you look at the actuarial calculations, we are looking at between 85 and 90 
life expectancy. <laughs> so we're saying, think That's about both it. both my grandmothers. Yeah, but there you go. So if you think about it, if you're retiring when you're 65, you've still got how many years? You've got another 30, well, what? It's 65, 75, 85, between 25 and 30 years that you need to kind of take care of yourself. Because if they're, if they're 85 now, the chances are excellent they might get to 90. Yeah, the one has. Yeah. So, <laughs> which, which yeah. I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine a week ago about that. The, the reality, and I think the, the thing about the budget for me, um, is every time just about near the budget, near the budget speech, everybody, it's such a heightened sense of awareness of things like what I'm spending on, what mm. I should be spending on, what I'm saving, what I'm not saving. It's so heightened because yeah. we're all like, Watching to see what Pravin is about to say. And we had that conversation about life expectancy. And I was saying, you know, my grandmother and just the being realistic. Um, my maternal grandmother is 91, which (laughs) is incredible though. Very old, (laughs) but also for a very long time, my grandmother has not been earning a salary. And she lives a damn good life. I was, I was, and that's what we were talking about, that she actually lives a damn good life. She doesn't depend on my parents for her life. She has a nice house. She, you know, she gets her monthly stipend or dividends. She's got good food. She's got, you know, she's got her basics covered. She gets her newspaper every week. She gets, you know, and she has her DSTV or whatever. Um, And that is purely based on, I believe, a very realistic way of living up front. Yes. So she was living very realistically yes. all those many years ago. That is why even at 91 today, her life isn't awful. Yeah. You know, her life's not shit. But we had that conversation on our last show. Mm-hmm. We were talking about what are the youngsters spending their money on? Mm-hmm. So what you are now saying is that if you are more frugal mm-hmm. as an individual when you're younger, or we brought our children up in to understand that, mm, mm. then won't it make a difference in their life when they do retire? Well, it's a question that we have to ask. It's a question we always have to keep at the back of our minds. But I think one of the things that um, as I looked at all of the various things coming up around the budget, and we've seen the infographics now yeah. we're talking about it, the, the little things like the, the syntaxes we always expect, yes. right? We always expected that your bottle of wine is going to cost a little bit more. Yeah. I see they, they've like caught it onto this and they've become smart. And now the bottle of <laughs> wine is slightly less expensive than a bottle of bubbly. I was just like, what? Hey, now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. hey, now. Bubbly is the same as wine. Why is this being like, and I was just like, um, you see these people, they're always whipping the girls. But, <laughs> you know, when I look at the court and, um, how much, how much more money is in there. But I think the most interesting thing that's come up again, whipping the girls, sugar tax, because yeah. it now means your chocolate's going to be more, more expensive, expensive girls. Correct. It means that Coca-Cola is going to be more mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah. It means all the things that we really love. That's also true. And I think especially with your Coke, because Coke is a commodity, which is utilized effectively by everybody. So if you think about the guys or the, the police coffee, that's going to be affected hectically. Because, I mean, you know, the guys that are drinking the clippies and Coke, mm. that is going to be affected. Mm. And, yes, it's going to affect all of us in some way. And I think that's why 
we're always talking about a damn budget. Mm. Because now, what I found quite exciting, and that's why I said to you there are some good things to look at. And I said, if you look at the transfer duty, which has increased from 750 to 900,000. Okay, it's only a 1,500 rand difference. However, it's giving people an opportunity to rather work towards something like a property as opposed to purchasing, like we spoke about, a vehicle that's costing you 10 grand a month. Rather buy something that becomes a good debt as opposed to a bad debt. So, Michelle, just very quickly, the top line items for you that are worth noting and then we'll we'll take a look at how each individual you know so yeah. super income <laughs> super income earners 1.5 million, million and above yeah. mm. I, I just honestly if you think about it they've left that they've left left capital gains tax um if you look at things like that affect my industry it's increasing your tax-free savings account to 33,000 rand a month. Now that so that helps. used to be 30,000. It used to be 30. So that assists the people, again, because we're not a savings nation, to assist us to save. If we take in the reform of the RAs of last year, that even will will kind of assist the guys to do the calculations for themselves and say, listen, how much am I spending on my future retirement? And if we look at that 27.5% of taxable income, even the guys that are now paying max tax, that will still assist them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So uh, look in our industry, not a hell of a lot actually has changed. It's really just been the transfer duties because nothing else is really affecting us and the tax-free savings accounts, which are affecting us as a comp- or as an industry. Those are really the only things that are affecting us right now. And then just thinking about the individual. Look, the tax, one of the things that I was quite pleased about when I looked at the the, the budget is I also looked at how well distributed it yes. is. You know, so yes, he's left the VAT alone. Yes. Thank God for that. Yeah, because right? VAT affects everything and everyone. So mm-hmm. even your guys that are not really paying tax. So people that are doing informal work, they don't pay tax. But they pay VAT, which is in essence equivalent to tax in some form or another. Which is a more like equitably yeah, distributed so everybody tax. pays But VAT. things like the fuel levy, yes. you know, so that goes up. Um, <laughs> Do you know what? That's a joke to me because I think we become <laughs> – it's a false sense of security that we put in with saying that, that you know, everybody hears, oh, gosh – Fuel's going down, so everybody rushes off on the Wednesday night and fills up their car because it's gone down by 12 cents. And then the next week, it goes up by 48 cents. So guess what? If you look at over a year period what the fuel price has gone up and down in, it's kind of a, just kind of evening itself out and we are paying more. But the thing about that fuel levy that, that I always, you know, when I eventually understood what the fuel levy was about is it's actually part of the base price. Of yes. fuel, so this levy is not a cost that fluctuates with the fu- with the price of oil. No, you know? so it's this is added to the base price of fuel, and it's going to be there for everybody. Yep. So when the <laughs> that's going to go up, and then it's going to stay up. Yeah, it's not going down. Yeah, when that oil price goes or the rand 
depreciates or appreciates. You know, so that's, that's all good. But that's also going to affect everyone. Correct. Because that then gets added to everything yes. that you buy. You yeah. know, transport costs are part of everything. So your food becomes more expensive mm-hmm. because it's being transported to the supermarkets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your clothing becomes more expensive because it's got to be transported. Yes. So everything is affected by one very basic change. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the other thing that I, I found very interesting was besides the fact that the income tax mm. for the super earners. I love that. I <laughs> like, like, I really love the idea of super. And I was just like, and I'm, I'm fascinated that you said, how many people like? It's about 103 or 104,000 people in South Africa. It's absolutely ridiculous. But I, what I wish I'd seen more of is I wish I'd seen more of tax breaks. Mm. I wish I'd seen more breaks for Businesses. I wish yes. I'd seen more breaks for small business. I was just going to say, because if you look at your company tax, I think that's also gone up. Mm. But what I agree with you is that they need to look at the SMEs mm. because those are our futures. The big corporates, yes, they'll always be, they'll always be there. But I think people are thinking very differently in the way that they do business. And small businesses are our future and entrepreneurs are our future. Mm. And, and when I was just getting, even just getting ready for the show today, one of the things that I've, I've noticed around the world yeah. is that most tax, most governments in terms of incentivizing when they need more money, they don't get it from the people. They get it from the companies. Yes. <laughs> no, it's true. Which makes sense, right? Because the you people work collect, for the companies. But also, do you <laughs> want to try and collect money from like 45 million people? Or do you just want to try and collect money from 100,000 companies? Yeah, it makes no sense no, no, for absolutely. to try and go for 100,000 companies because you can knock on 100,000 doors. doors you know? yeah. And I wondered, just in terms of what you guys are then seeing, Michelle, in, in your business, do you find that when these kind of tax... Uh, changes or these additional costs that get added on to what people have to spend, you know, so less and less money yes. is what people are left with in their pockets. Yeah, actual money, yeah. So it what does do they give up on? Insurances. Honestly, the first thing that goes is short-term insurance because people are going, well, if my house burns down, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances of my house yeah. burning down? The funniest is that I think the most thing, what people mostly try and retain is their health insurance. Mm-hmm. Very simply because of the health care that we have in the country and the expense thereof. How expensive it is to actually have that. So for me, it's always your short term goes first. Then you have your um, savings kind of products. Then your life products, which we really try and dissuade people about because it is a short-term product. If you don't use it, you lose it. Mm. So people may have been spending five years with that or spending, putting premiums in for five years. If they cancel those premiums, they don't get the premiums back. The policy ceases. So it's short-term normally, cars, home insurance. And funny enough, people try and retain things like their um, out and about or their specifieds or all risks, which are cell phones, laptops and things, because they understand that if those are stolen out of your car, it's a huge expense to replace if it's not insured. So then, Michelle, what is your advice to people? So, yes, you've got less money in your pocket. Yeah. What can you do? With those, so you've been putting in these premiums for five years. Cancelling yeah. it is not an option because you lose that five years and you lose the cover. It's, yeah, it's not. Can you reduce it? Yes, you can. 
You can. But the first thing people need to understand is redo your budget. Relook at your budget. Look at where you are spending the money where it's not really necessary. Because at the end of the day, it will affect you, but it's not going to affect you by thousands and thousands of rands. It's going to affect you by hundreds of rands, if that. So people need to look at that. And a lot of the companies will also do, especially with your investment type products and your retirement products, they'll do a premium holiday for you. Take your premium holidays. Get over the worst and rebudget and see where you can actually save money. So, yes, you can do premium holidays. You can reduce your cover if necessary. The thing is, don't lose your cover. Don't lose your car insurance cover. Reduce maybe your household insurance. If you've got, say, for instance, your home contents insured for 500000 be realistic. Walk through your house. Look, look at each room and say, how much is this worth? Are they really going to steal this wrought iron bed that weighs three tons. <laughs> so. Listen, Michelle, I've heard about instances where people have come home and their house has been like error things. Been yes. The mover van came yes. up and like. No, it's a it possibility. Away. But I'm saying from a very much a budget point of view and also from being realistic. But I, I like the thing about realistic, you know, as I, I, I was looking at, I'm, my favorite thing is looking through the sun in with the Sunday papers is looking through all of those flyers. Yes. <laughs> Why? Because I'm looking for a bargain. Am I looking for a new TV? No, I'm just looking for a bargain. Right? But what I, what I find absolutely fascinating is how much the cost of things has actually sort of become less. So the TV yes, I have today. Yeah, no, it is definitely. The TV I have today which when I bought it six, seven years ago, cost thousands. Yes. Now costs like 3,000 rand right. less simply because the technology has moved. Correct. So the newer things. So when you're looking at the things that are in your house, yeah. I, I like that, that you actually have to look around and say, hey, you know, to buy this same washing machine. How much is it going to cost me? Today. Yes. So maybe I don't need 500,000. Yes. So honestly, look at things like that. See if you can't reduce your content cover. Because that, even if it's going to save you 60 rand or 60 rand, which you can put towards a policy which you really do need. Also have a look at keeping your things like your major appliances. A lot of the insurance companies have major appliance assurance. Now that is exactly what you've just said. So what happens if my washing machine packs up? I've got insurance that can cover that. Make sure your geezers are covered. Because in... That's not just for the geezer. That's for the water that's damaged the wooden floors and the ceilings and the paint job. Those are the kinds of things. Keep your head around that. Also, what people need to look at, and I mean, I did it the other day for the, and it was really stupid. I still had a phone on my all risk that I sold two years ago, but I paid for it. And you're still paying yes. for it. I'm saying be smart. This is the time to sit down and go through everything. See how valid it is. Also, get hold of your financial advisor. Re-look at your portfolio. People could have kids that have left home. <laughs> and yeah. they are still paying for things that the kids aren't even eligible anymore for. What about, I've said to Jade, God bless her cotton socks. The day that she earns a salary, she goes off my life insurance policy. Because mm. then I'm going to cancel it. What do I need it for? Do I want to leave her a legacy? Yes, maybe. But if I 
cannot afford it, wouldn't it be better just to cancel it? So you call your insurance broker and you say, sit down with financial advisor, yeah. sit down with them and say, right, let's just redo this. Things. Let's redo it. Michelle, in the pinch, the things that one can cut loose, mm. you know, sometimes for now, you and I are looking at it and saying you've been paying premiums for five years. Yes. If you if you chop this thing out now, you've you, lost everything. You've lost that five years, and you're five years older, and you have to be rewritten. But some things, some things need to be cut loose. Yeah. So what yeah. are what are some of the things that if you need to cut stuff loose, what are the the low hanging things that you can cut loose? Okay, we've spoken about content cover that you can cut loose. Also, start doing. I shouldn't read. Go and do comparative quotes with different companies. Go, if you say, I have an auto and general policy or a insurance policy, phone them and say to them, guys, I need to cut costs. How can you help me? Normally, I specifically with insurance, they're brilliant. They don't want to lose you as a client. So they're going to relook and review your current premium because they've always got a little bit of fat on that premium. So the chances are excellent that they will be able to reduce your premium for you. Because they'd rather so have the premium than not. Have zero. Correct. Mm. So your short-term insurance is a big one that you can relook at. Unfortunately, with your health insurance, if you're on a, cl- a really comprehensive plan, for the time being, maybe speak to them and see if they can give you a waiver for a couple of months. Not to cancel the premiums, but if you can perhaps Go on to a different plan. Normally that only happens in January, that they allow you to go down. But if, again, you're in a situation, I know specifically with discovery and retrenchments, they will help you for a couple of months. Anything is negotiable. That, so I need to have a show about negotiations yeah. because I think one of the things that we always take for granted, especially women, is you think the terms and conditions are what they are. If Correct. I don't sign the terms and conditions, they just won't cover me. Or the premium that they've given me is what it is. Yes. It's, it feels like haggling, you know, and we, we don't want to be haggling. <laughs> We're not in Dubai. It's like, oh, I don't want to <laughs> demean myself to a point where I'm yeah. now like arguing about every cent. But this is the time when Correct. one has to look at it and be like, hey, hey. The thing is that it's not a case of losing what you have. It's a case of negotiating to keep what you have. And that's what I want people to think about, just to go and review. You know, you may sit with a situation where you took the policy out five years ago for your life insurance. And a big reason may have been that you wanted to cover your bond. Now, over a five-year period, you would have saved some kind of money. So is it not possible to reduce the life cover to pay a lesser premium? Mm. Mm. So that's a nice one to think of You may have something on there which is an accidental death benefit Which, yes, it's a great benefit Because it's not an expensive benefit But maybe costing you, say, 180 Rand for 2 million cover Is it necessary right now? Because you can take it off And you can do an alteration later on to put it back on again Mm. So those are the kinds of things I would say Your retirement annuities, if need be, go on a premium holiday Keeping in mind that you only have an option of 10 months Or between 8 and 10 months, depending on the companies Of taking the premium holiday with a minimum of 4 Four months at a time Mm. But that still helps 
for that time. Michelle, is now the time to consolidate? You know, one of the things that when when I was doing, when last I was with a financial advisor and kind of looking at policies and all of that kind of stuff, there are so many products now yes. that that cover 20 different things sure. where before you had to get this product and this product and this product in order to make sure that you are fully covered or yes. comprehensively covered. covered yeah. Is now the time to consolidate? Maybe also looking at these all of these 50,000 policies and bringing them all together under one umbrella and paying one premium instead of paying 15 premiums of, of 100 course. rand. I think it depends on firstly the term of the policies, how long have the policies been running. Are there new generation policies which could replace what you have that would give you a better benefit for a lesser premium or the same premium? That's the first question you need to ask yourself. I always think that people need to Maybe look at having one or two policies with different companies. Very simply because don't put your eggs into one basket. And then you have different companies that are really good at different things. So you have companies that are investment rich. In other words, they really concentrate on their investments and how their investments would benefit the client. The other companies may be more um, life savvy. In other words, they really look at the life cover. That's their kind of thing. So, I mean, not to give names away, but if you look at things like um, uh, Liberty and Sunlum, they really have some excellent retirement annuity products because they give bonuses. Then you have companies like Momentum who give excellent life products. So everybody has their little bits, but you've also got to try and find out who does the best at what. So, yes, maybe don't have five life products. Maybe look at who's the best in the life industry right now and do comparative quotes. Who can give me the best benefit for the best premium and underwritten upfront? So you made a list of all the, the top points. <laughs> oh, this is just a budget list. <laughs> yeah, you made a list from the budget of, of the points that, that you felt people needed. If you haven't thought about it, if you haven't thought that deeply about it or maybe have missed it. Do you want to take us through what's on your list? I love that. I was just like, oh, <laughs> look at this girl making a list oh. of stuff, listening so deeply yeah. to Mr. Praveen. The thing is that, I, again, I think we need to look at this budget from both perspectives. I understand that we need more money in the country. And the thing is that I think the budget has given us some kind of way forward, but it's also looked not looked at the other side of the budget. In other words, let's let's explain that. So yes, anybody that earns over one point five million is now going to be taxed at forty five percent. The chances are good that those types so of what people, I thought was really yeah. interesting. Just sorry yeah. about the the twenty five percent. So the, one of the the articles that I thought was really nice over the weekend that I looked at actually gave a comparative thing. You know that actually told you how much they're going to spend if you are in the upper, you know, super super income earner, um, and they they put in here the person that they actually earns a two million rands a year in their package, and then so they put in a thing here saying that this year. With the new, with the 5% yeah. increase, they'll be paying up to 20,000 rands more in tax. Correct, on a monthly just basis. on a monthly basis, yes. which was like, when you now, think about it like that, you go, whoa, whoa. Yeah, now, that's exactly what I was going to say to you now. That 20,000 rand that that person is now paying towards taxes could have been used for spending. 
And that is what this country needs, is more spending. Not borrowed spending, real spend. That's the difference. So we need people with tankula in their real, pockets. Exactly, real money that can go out and spend. Because right now, people spend. Yes, I mean, we, we always talk about, oh, the economy is so bad and oh, this and that and the next thing. And yet Friday, people are out there driving Porsches. Friday, Saturdays, <laughs> Sundays, shopping complexes. Restaurants are freaking packed. I'm so glad you and Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I drive through Parkhurst <laughs> every day. You see, I don't. I drive through Parkhurst every day. And every day I'm just driving past those restaurants thinking, must be nice. Yeah. Who the hell are these people? Look at ya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so there's your concern. So if you take 104,000 people, at an average of fifteen or ten thousand that they're spending every month now on more tax, is ten thousand times one hundred four that is not being spent in actual spending, real spending with real money. So, what that higher tax also means is it means everything. So it's not just your salary mm. that gets the higher tax; it is. Your dividend. investments and also dividend tax and your dividends get taxed at a higher rate. Yep. Um, it also means that what, what you've, when you're selling stuff, so the higher capital gains yep. tax as well. So everything you earn is affected, is affected. Yeah. But I was intrigued to see that one of the things that also in this budget is that your medical contributions we were talking earlier because you know you always get certificates people and i never used to know what that certificate is about i don't want to (laughs) lie you get your certificate it says you've contributed this and i'd just be thinking what the hell right but the fact that what that means is that the tax break is a little bit higher so when you do get that certificate from your medical sure so from your medical company, your yeah. medical aid sure. service provider. When you get that, put it into your tax return because it's, it it it's actually ne- it's necessary, guys. You know because down. yeah, because again, remember, the government is trying very hard for us to become almost self-sustained. And even if it is yeah. only because I also used to it's wonder, not a lot, but that, you're getting a break. But even if you have a, like the basic, basic kind of medical aid, even if it's just like a hospital yes. plan, you will benefit. It's your contributions, contrib- remember? Mm. It's all about your contributions. And that's why your retirement annuities are such a brilliant product. Because not only is it kind of saving, it's, it's a personal pension fund, but it also gives you that tax break. Mm. So SARS recognizes that you are contributing to your own personal pension fund mm. and they are giving you a tax break. A tax break. Okay, so the big so, tax might look like yes. so the big tax yeah. looks higher, yeah. but all of these additional little things they help. Help, which is why it's Correct. important that you don't lose them. Because I mean even for the guys that are hitting that big tax bracket, they still have that three hundred and fifty thousand mm. that they can claim back on their personal Retirement annuities. So I and the guy that's in the middle income earner. Yeah. So his tax hasn't been affected. However, you know, so his tax hasn't been affected, and even so, the case study that they've given is maybe he gets an increase this year. You know, whatever six percent inflation related, whatever kind yeah. of increase people are getting. Um, if he's lucky. Very interestingly, here is that they will still pay more in taxes. Even in the middle income. So you have not gone up 
in terms of how much the tax bracket is. But because of all of the other little taxes, yeah. you know, so this guy here who's earning about 300,000 rands um, annual package will be paying about 5,000 rands more tax. So even in the middle income, which a lot of people, I felt how yeah. the wool has been pulled over our eyes here. Sure. I didn't think that like the tax is going to affect me in that in that way, yeah. but it does. Everything is affected. Mm. It's It's got a knock-on effect. So no matter where you're earning, there's yeah. a knock-on effect. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> on we go with your list. Um, well, if I look at just... Again, as I said, your capital gains tax hasn't been affected. VAT hasn't been affected. The thing is that the tax revenue growth has not really matched our economic growth. Very simply, as what we've just said, there has been no real spend. And that is one of my only huge concerns right now, mm. is that if we're not growing as an economy, how is that going to affect us this year? The year thereafter, and the year thereafter. Michelle, you know that that's my, it's, it's one of my ultimate Penelope's. It's one of my bugbears. No, it is of my bugbear, yeah. Because the real thing is the reason the government needs the money from us is, is because no our growth. economy is not growing. Exactly. So every month, every quarter, when those CPI numbers come out, when, and, and what that in reality, has meant, and I've I've watched it a little bit more. I suppose being in my own business is when you have zero point zero 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 one percent growth. Yeah, that's in, it in the economy. No, it, it's frightening. It means you you cannot charge more for services. Correct. Because hey, there's no money. You know, we yeah. we do have. A largely commodities-based industry, industry economy here in South Africa. So when you see those mining and you see the platinum price and the dollar, the, the platinum price and the gold price and all of those kinds of things, and it's all tanking. Yes. It also means that as a country, the product that we are, our product that we sell to the world, we are selling at a very low price. The point is that you've just come up with exactly what the problem is. Well, not the problem. I mean, we're not solving world <laughs> issues right now. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> oh, Michelle, it's all about world peace, <laughs> and I want to thank you. Um, so, if we <laughs> if we have a look at it, we sell potatoes to America at however much a ton. They then make the potato chips, which we reimport and we purchase. So, from us selling that potato. To reimporting it to us buying it again, buying chips, it's ridiculously expensive. Mm. So, yes, maybe start looking at how can we maybe start progressing in the country to ensure that we actually utilize what we have effectively, so that the costing is not as much. Mm. But the my biggest thing is people buy on credit. <laughs> there is no and real cash So again, Michelle Today you're just exploding my mind on a, <laughs> on a number of levels Because again, one of the things that Reported over the weekend is And I, I know this From myself and friends around me Is more and more people are doing online shopping Yes What I hate about online shopping Absolutely hate about online shopping Is you've got to buy it on card 
Mm-hmm. You, there's no there's exchange no cash. of cash. And one of the things that happens in my mind, at least, is if I'm not giving you my hard-earned money, I don't feel like I'm spending. The moon you know, is not, I'm just yeah, yeah, it's not that, yeah. it. Just swipe it, swipe yeah. it. Swipe. You know, I'm just That's punching it. in the numbers there. I don't feel that you're actually spending money. The money leaving my pocket. I don't actually feel it leaving my pocket. And so that makes it easier. Pomi, but you see, no, absolutely. And this is why I'm saying to people that I sometimes am remiss in this. But what I always try and do is I use my credit card for everything. However, I've always got a positive balance in my credit card because I transfer money from my current account into my credit card. Why? I'm earning the most off my credit card. But the thing is that people are buying on credit. So I can guarantee you right now. That spending is not going to change for people because the guy that's going to drink his six beers every two days is not going to change that habit. Why should he? The person that's smoking a packet of cigarettes a day, why change that habit? So where's that money going to come from? It's got to come from somewhere. And the thing is that we have got a country where people spend, but people are always in debt. We're not a savings country. We don't think that way. So one of the ways that all of the additional money that we're putting into that government and what Pravin's doing with it, um, we saw students almost in every corner of the country on the streets yeah. fighting with the police. Fees must fall was a huge, huge, huge um, headline um, making news last year. And very impressed to see that, you know, for the lower income earners, there is definitely a little bit of relief there in but that they're not saying even, but it's 600,000 no in- increases. Yeah. You know, they're saying sure. no fee increases, but 600,000. It's you know 50,000 rand a month. Hmm. So we're looking at an income, a combined income of a household of 50,000 rand a month. That is a huge thing. I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely awesome, which means I qualify. <laughs> Poor Jade. Well, look, you know, 50, if, if you think about it, very few people earn as much as that's 50, what I was rand combined no, income. Absolutely. As well, you know, so. That's why I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely great. And so you qualify for a no fee. Yes. So it's, it's not saying, um. That you're not going to you're pay. You're not, not going to pay. Yeah. It just means it's not going to. Get more. more. You're not it's paying not be more, more this, ma- this year. Correct. And it was, yeah. so, so no fee. Yes. Increase 600,000 rands. I was just like, and I'm always astounded. I don't know why they do this, but I'm also always astounded at how they always use the big numbers. Like I always <laughs> have to think about why use the bigger number. I always have to think about do I fall in that bracket? 600,000 rands a year. Then it's 600,000 rands divided by 12. <laughs> I was bad at times tables all those many years ago. I'm certainly not any better at it now. I wish that, you know, you, you, we could have broken it down to say, sure. even as I was reading all of these articles, I'm thinking, who earns 1.5 million? Rand? Well, how much should, should you be earning a month yes. to be at the 1.5 million? Rand? And, and all of that for yeah. me. It's not, it, it doesn't click because it's not a realistic mm. actual figure it's it's not something that you can relate to which is why even yeah. as i then look at the infographics i love the infographics thank you all the banks thank you all <laughs> of the, <laughs> no thank you all the money lenders yeah. who sent us all the you know so it was loved it it was 
everywhere on social media all the infographics with the little wine bottle saying <laughs> this is what this is what it will cost you more. But I'm still irritated that no one, no one, there are no one liter bottles of wine. So as you tell me how much more it's costing a liter per I'm liter, thinking, um, you're trying to work it out again. I'm thinking eh, every mm. bottle of wine I've ever bought is 750 mils. <laughs> Box wine you can get in a liter, hey? Really. <laughs> I'm a bit I'm I'm a little bit Woolies. more classy than that. Willie sells box wine. Yeah, still more classy than that. <laughs> Pumi, I think at the end of the day people need to just kind of sit back, take stock of how this is going to affect them. And a lot of people won't even know how it's going to affect them until they get paid in March. The other thing that irritates me tremendously is that some of these things only come into effect like in April, yeah, on the 7th of April. Can I tell you why? So I was just still trying to catch up on everything <laughs> they did last year. <laughs> like 7th of April. So no, no, true. March, okay, so it won't affect me in March. But who? End of, end you know of why? April, it will affect the me. Budget of, the budget speech happens and then it takes them a month to actually get everything into place. Mm-hmm. Systems and everything. Because remember, they can't change it until yesterday. Well, they couldn't change it until yesterday. And if you think about it from that point of view, everything then changes because companies got to change their stuff and it becomes that kind of technological so, nightmare. So that pay slip you got yesterday, pay close yes. attention to it. And you know what? That is something that just, it, I'm, I'm gobsmacked when I go and see clients and I say to them, how much do you earn? And they go, they give me the gross amount. I say, no, 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 no. I need to know your net income because that's what we're working with. We're not working with your gross. We're working with your net. And they go, I haven't checked my payslip for the last year. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Seriously? Check your payslips, girls. Because now it's going to be so important mm-hmm. for you to actually see how it's affecting you. Is it affecting you by 300 rand? Is it affecting you by 3,000 rand? How much is it affecting you? Because that is going to determine how the rest of your month is going to be spent. Your money. What about everything else that you've got to spend? Which is really the only thing I hate about the first quarter of the year. January, February are my absolute worst because February is year end. So in our little business, I'm busy like trying to reconcile everything. I've got numbers coming out of every orifice. (laughs) (laughs) It's a frightening thought. (laughs) Imagine me living it. And then the second thing is it takes me, it takes me quite a while to recalibrate Back into the groove of the year. You yeah. know, you come back from the holidays. You're still trying to like catch up with the, oh God, I've got to be up at five. Yeah. But also in the work mode. And then the budget comes along and it throws everything out again. And then you have to rethink that budget and you have to rethink this and look at that and look at that. Is it takes me a little bit of time to recalibrate yeah. my entire mind and recalibrate the way my budget is working. You know, so last month, whoo. January 2.0, you know, it like smacks you in the middle of the head. You're like, why am I so broke? <laughs> because everything, and again, end of March, same thing's going to happen, you know. Because so we've got of April February, coming up as well. Happen. End of March is going to, like again, it's going to hit you sure. on the side of the head. End of April, and only really kind of in May, mm. June, do I really feel like I've got a handle on it. And then it's six months and then the and whole then it's thing end starts of the year, again, yeah. you know. No, it's, it's crazy. Butter. It's it's actually crazy. And as again, sins tax. We all understand the reasoning behind sins tax because they are penalizing once again people 
who do things excessively. But for most of us, it won't really affect our bank pockets. It doesn't feel excessive. For <laughs> most of us, it doesn't yeah. feel excessive. It's not six bottles of wine later. Yeah, it's fine. But everything, once again, in just be wise about what you do and how you do it. Don't just cancel a policy because it's the first thing you can think of doing. Why not rather reduce your DSTV package for a few months because it is month on month. Ooh, that DSTV package is also going up. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, think things through and think. I'm just so glad Pravin hasn't figured out, <laughs> hasn't figured out that that's also like sin, a syntax, hasn't slapped a syntax on some of that as well. But he's done it on the company, so the companies are going to increase their premiums. Sure. So when I saw the increase on the on those premiums, but just looking at, and then I wondered, what's fortified wine? <laughs> like, could I drink fortified wine? What, what is, is fortified mean? wine? Ach, it's you know, so fortified fortified wine is popsack. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that only goes up by that goes up by thirty five cents a liter, right? And then the other wine, which is the unmingled wine, goes up by thirty cents. Sparkling wine, ninety three cents a liter. Yeah. Holy moly, right? Why do that to us? But I was I was marginally um, comforted by the fact that beer goes up by seven rand twelve cents a liter. That is quite expensive, hey. Seven rand twelve cents. I don't even know how much a quart of beer is, but I'm just like, hmm. Now, what about your duty on cigars? That's hectic. Six rand fifty eight yeah. cents. So that's seventy five rand and eighty six cents per twenty three grams. I'd rather eat. Caviar. <laughs> <laughs> no, heck, that's hec- that's hectic. Mm. So, Michelle, just before you know, we've seen we again we've seen the infographics. You know where the things that are going up are going up, and you know what kind of. I think so, so marginally, we kind mm. of think we know. Yeah, what it all means for us, but we don't. So we don't because we'll only know once it affects our own back pockets. Mm. So people can make assumptions, people can try and do the math, but remember also your income tax and different companies tax you differently if you've got a pensionable income, if you've got a non-pensionable income and, the contribution and your contributions and everything. So all of that's going to be affected by these taxes. So you need to sit back, take a deep breath, open up your frickin' payslip <laughs> at the end of April and look. And see how it has affected you. And some people may not even be affected mm. by much. Open up your payslip and be honest about it. Yes. Then call your financial advisor. Yep. And say to them, only then, if it's a real problem, say to them, how can we adjust this so that I'm still paying the same on a monthly basis for a comparative amount of cover that I used to have. Mm. But please... The one tip for today is go and look at your short-term insurances. Look at how much you are covered for. Because I can tell you now that 80% of people are overinsured with house contents. Mm. Overinsured. Look at that payslip 
call that financial yeah. no, call that financial advisor and be honest with yourself yep. be realistic and be honest with yourself you can't be out here balling or nothing if you know that you don't have enough cuz um girls we are living longer and thank goodness for that yes. but what it does mean is that we have to be smarter with the way that we're using my using my money <laughs> No, you are not using my money. <laughs> we have to be smarter with the way that we are using our money and all of these infographics, all of this information. And if you're looking for a financial planner, Michelle Dave, one of the best in the business, she comes and chats with us every month. Michelle, how do people get hold of you? Michelle.dave at vodamail.co.za. She's also on social media. <laughs> but that is honestly, the email address is the best because that's my quickest response time to you guys. <laughs> Quickest response time. We've been talking about money with Michelle. You've been tuned into Womanda. Michelle, thanks for coming through. Goodbye, everybody. Um, yeah, one of these days, girl. One of these days, you're going to come out here and I'm going to be like, sorted, <laughs> sorted. Tune in again next week, right here on Womanda, where we give you more real talk the way we do here on cliffcentral.com.